0: You're listening to Behind the Groove with KJ. Hello, everybody. It's been a while since I last did a little podcast update for you all. So I just wanted to let you know a few things that have been going on with me. I am now a radio host on the wonderful internet radio station, Ellen Soul Radio. So please do check out my show, The Soul Seekers Show, every Tuesday and Thursday from 8pm till 9pm. Only on ellensoulradio.com or via the MyTuner app. And I also released my second solo single, Hold On You which achieved a number 21 in the UK Soul Charts. Um, So that was released in September, so I'm very happy about that. And the music video is out as well, so do check out my socials and also my website and YouTube channel to have a look at the video. So it's been a very productive time, obviously getting to grips with how to... Produce the radio show and it's been like a breath of fresh air I must admit it's been really great for me to just get back into music listening to stuff I love reminiscing over the old days and just trying to help remind people that music is always going to be there for you music never lets you down music is the soundtrack to your life music incites so many amazing things brings back so many memories and can help you connect with people across the world regardless of race race creed whatever religious beliefs anything it can just transcend all of that so it's been great to sort of try and bring people back together again to, to listen to the music and remind yourselves of why you're doing what you're doing in life I think music has the power to to change the world if used properly so for me it's been a great journey Obviously, it's been quite a traumatic couple of years with the pandemic and having our livelihood stripped and lots of restrictions and not being able to see friends and family. Um, So it's been been difficult to navigate, especially in the music industry and the ever-changing rules and restrictions. Um, So it's been nice to keep my head down and, and get back into the music and remind myself why I do what I do, even if I can't necessarily get on the stage and perform and certainly not as often as I used to, it's been still a nice journey to remind myself the passion that I have for my music and for singing and writing. It'd be lovely if I had a bit more time to get in the studio to write and record, but I'm hoping to rectify that over the next few months as we go into winter. So I just wanted to jump on really and just... um, touch base, let you know what I've been up to. Um, Obviously, it's been a very strange time and I think people are starting to get a little bit, you know, back to normal, um, back into the office, commuting again, travelling again. And whether or not you're vaccinated or not, um, I do think people are trying to stay positive and move forward the best way they can in their own personal circumstances. But that's one of the reasons why I wanted to to do this podcast, because it does beg the question, where do we go from here? What happens next? What do we do now? The world is still in a state of flux. People like myself, um, who don't necessarily buy into the narrative that the mainstream media and our corrupt governments have been peddling us we question things we challenge things and we try and look beyond and think about the future and how and when we can basically have our lives back without any of these rules um, and the restrictions so where do we go from here what's next Well, for me personally, looking at the music industry as a whole and knowing the governments and the long-term agendas that they have with the United Nations and the World Economic Forum, Agenda 2030, look it up, it's out there plain to see. I don't believe they have any intention of letting us get back to normal. I believe the new normal is dead and buried, it's done. They're now going to try and roll out these vaccine passports And it's got nothing to do with your health. It's all about control. So with that in mind, they're peddling their vaccine, which has not got any long-term health and safety data or studies at all. It's technically still in a clinical trial until 2023. So on that basis, we're unable to have informed, fully informed consent to a medical procedure that could potentially have long-term repercussions so I think think long and hard please about what you put into your body at this time natural immunity is a thing despite what they tell you otherwise and the risks really are they completely disproportionate to uh, what we're being told I know lots of people that have literally suffered a cold or a mild flu and recovered you know fully and they're fine so you know we have to weigh it up in our own personal circumstances I'm not anti-vax per se but I'm pro-informed consent and pro-choice um, and pro-transparency and I don't believe this government or the pharmaceutical companies are being particularly transparent now I don't want to do this podcast about banging on about flipping vaccines I'm just asking people to look at the bigger picture see the bigger agenda at play here and how many many countries have signed up to this world economic forum fourth industrial revolution which is actually on the world economic forum website and there's lots of videos with um, matt hancock and boris johnson back in 2019 speaking at a conference that the wef held with the leader klaus schwab talking about how basically we humans need to be uh, digitised pretty much and made transhuman with biometric data recording chips and apps and all sorts of weird and wonderful scientific things to monitor our everyday lives and our carbon footprint and it's all under the guise of hashtag climate change Um, Obviously the climate changes. The world is gonna do what the world does. The Earth is the Earth. Mother Nature is gonna do what Mother Nature does. And it's been here billions of years and I don't think it's gonna go anywhere anytime soon regardless of a few pesky humans. So it's all about perspective and the vaccine passports is a way to push forward this agenda. Now, this I believe is what it's, the future potentially holds. A two tier society, medical apartheid, those that have been vaccinated and those that have not, those that believe in being tracked and traced, who have some kind of delusion and virtue signal that they believe they're doing the best for humanity by allowing tyranny and fascist control over every element of their lives, where they go, who they see and what they put into their bodies. So that's one aspect of society that could potentially run um, into the future. They have to have this app to monitor what they're doing, where they're going, whether or not they have freedom of movement, whether or not they can get on a plane and travel. And the other side of humanity <laughs> believes in natural immunity, holistic health care, would only turn to medical intervention unless absolutely necessary, and believes in community and connections with other human beings, and believes in Mother Nature's ability to provide everything that we need on this earth, from food and water, and utilizing the weather, resources, natural resources, wind, solar, rain, And it's these people that I have found myself drawn to over this last year. And I've got myself a tent, I've been camping, and I've connected with some amazing like-minded individuals over this summer. We've been away quite a few weekends and had some amazing times and some really intense chats around the campfire about the state of the world and what we believe is happening and... We're all kind of on the same page. This is a spiritual awakening and not a lot of people may understand this. That's fine. But for those people that are a little bit more spiritually aware and have a faith of some kind and are a little bit more attuned to um, things outside of this, third dimensional realm, uh, it's very interesting that we're all kind of on the same page and we all have the same core beliefs and It's that forming of a community that I believe is going to be the way forward to navigate through whatever the governments and technocratic corporations throw at us next. Nobody voted for the United Nations or the World Economic Forum. They are basically taking over our government by default um, because of the money that's been invested or is bribing our politicians and this is plain to see because the coronavirus act hasn't still hasn't been repealed i mentioned that in my last podcast so where does that leave the rights of the people apparently this was only supposed to be rolled out under an emergency as there's no emergency anymore how can they still justify the coronavirus act which could still potentially lead to further lockdowns, further restrictions and the loss of livelihoods and the loss of connection to lots and lots of services um, to people across the country who are already absolutely reeling from the blows from the last couple of years. And it is nearly two years now, supposed to be two weeks to flatten the curve. And here we are two years later, still fighting for our rights to go and see family and to travel and to have a an income that isn't affected by ridiculous restrictions and mandates and to have autonomy over our own body and what we put into our body. So I did think it was pertinent to do a podcast to remind people that we're still not out of the woods. This is not going anywhere. But you need to know what side you're on. Are you on the pro-tech pro-vax, pro-passport side of things, or are you pro-bodily autonomy, pro-nature, pro-holistic health, and pro-freedom, freedom freedom of choice? Um, I know which side I'm on, and my music will reflect this, the way I conduct my business will reflect this. I've already taken my foot off the gas with a lot of projects and I believe if they're toxic to my mental health, the environment that I, in which I raise my family and the environment to which I conduct my business, then I will not be participating. And I think that is, that is the crux of things. Where do we go from here? Do we choose to participate in a tyrannical system? that is going to erode every civil liberties that our forefathers fought to retain for us during the First and Second World Wars? Or are we going to just fight and um, take our freedom back because they're trying to erode it? Well, they can't take it back. We're sovereign human beings. They're inalienable human rights and they exist, whether the current government's, want them to or not they can't take that away that is a birthright so get up on your common law people understand the difference between lawful and legal understand the elements of your straw man and your your legal fiction and how to draw the line and how to take a stand with lawful dissent do not comply as i keep saying learn do your research, learn what rights you have and just keep hold of those rights. Do not give them up for anyone because once you give away your freedom, that's it. You give away everything. So it's my little call to action, really, to get people to understand what's going on, on the in the long term and to make a choice because it is going to be a lot more obvious over the next year or so Um what the government agendas are and how the rollout of certain technologies will mean more control for them and less control and freedom for us. Um, Potential reset, economic reset. They keep talking about the great reset at the World Economic Forum and that's going to include a whole new monetary system. So for those of you that have property and stocks and shares... Maybe look at the bigger picture and see how cryptocurrencies are involved, Bitcoin, and um, see how you can protect your assets, because the World Economic Forum believes we will own nothing and be happy. Now, while a simple way of life may actually be quite liberating, especially in the camping world, we all need access to basic utilities. We all pay through the nose for these things anyway. We're all taxed up to the eyeballs, of which we don't see anything back. And this last couple of years has also proven that there's more potholes than ever. Grass verges are really high still. They're not taking care of the roads. Our refuse collection system has become less and less in parts of the country. Our playgrounds were taped up in the first part of last year. Children couldn't even use public playgrounds. Uh, our libraries were closed, our leisure facilities were closed and basically everything has increased in price. Our council tax has gone up drastically, as have our utility bills, our gas, electric, water rates and what are we getting back for it? And have you not noticed as well the amount of changes in traffic the traffic has just got horrendous it's like they're purposefully slowing down the traffic so that it creates more pollution creates more of a problem so then they can say oh we're going to tax you because you're creating a problem for the environment so therefore we're going to penalize all drivers whether they drive diesel or petrol cars and this is having a massive knock-on effect for people that need to drive to work or that have emergencies and need to get in touch with family or go to hospital visits and see sick relatives or, or just to get by every day, just to get to and from work. We're being penalised again. So, you know, even the ULEZ charges that has now extended out towards the 406 and the M25 in central London. It's just tax on being human and we are carbon we are (laughs) we are part of the problem yes but we're also the solution without carbon the trees the trees absorb our carbon let's plant more trees why is nobody talking about planting more trees i'm not going to go off on one here about some big climate thing i'm not an expert i'm not an environmentalist but all i can see is that it's affecting everyone's day-to-day life and if we don't join the dots, we're going to let these tyrannical governments just sweep in and make all these drastic rules and force us to to try and comply um, with changes to how we live and work. And as far as I can see, the big corporations are the ones making more money, bigger shares, bigger slice of the pie, more control. Half these people don't even pay their taxes. Their companies are registered overseas. They don't pay a single red cent into our local economies. So that, for one, screams to me of corruption and is immoral and unethical. So we let them get away with it. So we are the ones that end up picking up the tab and footing the bill for whatever crazy ideology they want to hoist on us next. So please just be mindful before you start agreeing to run out and buy your petrol car um your electric cars think about all the child slave labor that's used in developing countries where these children are being used to mine lithium for your electric battery you know how long can that be kept up and do you realize that so many old toyota prius cars now are just left to rot in junkyards and can't be reused so what happens then what happens to the electric cars once they reach the end of their shelf life? You know, that it's not quite so cut and dry as we think. And did anyone actually think the fuel crisis was potentially manufactured because there was so little traffic on the road last year, they had a whole heap of old oil that they needed to get rid of. Let's create a little crisis here on fuel and get everyone to panic buy. And there you go, we've got rid of our old oil that was running out of its sell by date. Just think a little bit, question the narratives, don't take it at face value what you see in mainstream media because they're all bought and paid for by the same corrupt organisations that have now bought and paid for our governments. So with all this in mind, where do we go from here? Like I say, two tier society looks like it's, it's coming up. And I for one, I'm already deciding how I want to run my business so that I do not have to comply with tyrannical measures and I can still do what I love and stay in control of my own life and have bodily autonomy, freedom of choice. So that for me, at the moment, I'm not going to reveal too much about my plans, but I'm working hard behind the scenes and looking at the future and connecting with like-minded individuals and it's that part that I've actually really enjoyed because I feel really empowered that even in my local community there are so many people who are not prepared to give up their freedom or their bodily autonomy and are also doing the same, making plans and whether that's being Um, proactive in the workplace and encouraging people to do their own research before they decide to take a vaccine or decide to download the, the vaccine passport and it could be people encouraging growing your own organic vegetables so you're not so reliant on the supermarkets and therefore helping reduce the carbon footprint from importing vegetables from overseas when we can just be eating seasonally like we used to do back in the old days Um, and also supporting local businesses local farmers markets local farms you can get your eggs and your milk and your meat fresh from the local butchers rather again keeping down the costs in a form of a co-op going in with other people and bulk buying and keeping down the carbon footprint and supporting local businesses. Um, There's lots of things we can do to be proactive and maintain control. And in the music industry particularly, yes, we rely a lot on the internet and don't get me started on the fixed streaming debates. That's due for another podcast all on its own. But I do believe um, having a sense of control over your own copyright is crucial. So whether you set yourself up as a publisher, that could be a potential way to maintain control over your revenue stream from releases. And getting music placed for digital content of which has just had a massive explosion over the last couple of years because everyone's online. If they're not able to work from an office space or commute or travel as much because of the restrictions then um, people are relying on the internet heavily. So there's a lot more content out there that's needed and music is a prime tool to promote businesses and to, to use alongside internet content, whether it's just corporate videos or whether it's adverts, whether it's TV series, films. There's so much content out there now. So it's great to have the opportunities to maintain that control over your copyright and push your own projects. And also, you know, just be creative. Think outside the box. What else can you do online within music? Whether it's top line writing, lyrics, um, producing social media content. I personally, as you may have noticed, have taken a step back from social media because I don't agree with big data being used To manipulate (laughs) with um, advertising and just collecting data and having a profile on you, I think it's become a lot more sinister. If you haven't seen the documentary on Netflix called Social Media, um, then I highly recommend it. it. It basically speaks about how Google and Facebook collect our data and basically give us like a little, they have a profile on everybody who uses their services and they target market people but it goes beyond just target marketing it's about being able to control what they see if you do a search on any of their services you're going to only be shown certain things so it's almost keeping you out of the loop of what's really going on in the world and using algorithms to push certain narratives and agendas on you because of your personality type and the things you may search for. So I would also strongly recommend using a VPN server, an onion server, which scrambles your IP address so you can search and you're not going to be given an um, algorithm based on your profiles. You'll just have a free search and it will be a genuine search and the things that pop up on the, your search engine Uh, Use DuckDuckGo, for example, or Brave instead of Google. And you might be really surprised at the difference in what your search results bring up. So give it go. Do a little experiment and see for yourself. And again, that's a way of taking back control over your privacy, over your data, and making sure that you get the information that you need without it being corrupted by these big tech giants. And so those are the things I've been dealing with, really, and housekeeping. I think it's admin and housekeeping, tech, technological housekeeping, to just try and make sure that my working day can say stay streamlined, I stay in control, I connect with who I want to connect with, and to be honest, staying at home and not being out on the road so much, traveling, has been a breath of fresh air. It's given me space to heal. I've had a few health issues. So it's nice to be able to focus on myself. And I think as a busy working mum, many of us put ourselves at the bottom of the to-do list. And you can't pour from an empty cup. So it's really important to take time out for self-care and to look after ourselves so that we can then be strong enough to look after our own families. So that's really what I've been focusing on. So I did just want to come on and, you know, keep you up to date and to let you know where my headspace is at. And some people won't agree with me and that's fine. I don't expect people to agree with me. Um But at least be open to have a dialogue, to have a conversation and to ask questions and to keep asking questions and to keep researching. And don't feel bad for doing so. There's a lot of... um psychological abuse going on at the moment a lot of virtue signaling a lot of people gaslighting and a lot of coercion and manipulation and by legal definition that is actually abuse and it's illegal so stand strong and keep focusing on the positive things you can do to retain your control and to opt out of the system as much as you can because they need us they need us to comply to make it work. And the more people that say no and find other ways to work around the mandates and to research their common law and know their rights, the more we do that, the harder it's going to be for them to implement like a, a communist control system like they have in China because that's pretty much where it's heading. So those are my, my thoughts on the state of the world. And if you guys want to chat more, please feel free to hit me up on the socials. I'm particularly vocal and expressive on Twitter, at KJ Sings. I don't use Facebook and Instagram as much anymore, mainly for my music, um, purely because I think they're quite toxic environments. Um, and I get a lot of negative feedback if I even speak about being pro-choice or having civil liberties on there maybe it's just the people that follow me but um I don't want to engage in that because it's just draining my energy when I need to be focusing on positive things so I'm I'm learning the spaces that work for me and I suggest you do the same if you find Facebook a drain and doesn't give you the headspace you need then delete the app off your phone that's what I did and it's been really liberating I don't waste half as much time scrolling through as I used to and if people want to know what's going on in your life then they'll message you if they're good friends they'll stay in touch regardless of whether or not you're on Facebook so those are my little tip bits for how to how to cope in the next coming months it could be a particularly dark winter Obviously, it's the time where our immune systems are low. We've been under a lot of stress anyway. Wearing masks and staying indoors doesn't help. So get rid of that and don't do that anymore. Get out, get the fresh air, take off your mask, breathe the God-given oxygen that you're entitled to breathe. and Boost your immune systems naturally. Get on the vitamin C, the zinc, the vitamin D. Eat your greens get growing your own vegetables, go for walks, look after your mental health, switch off the damn TV, don't watch mainstream media and connect with your friends and family. Just share the love, share the positivity and know that there are still great things going on in the world. There's still people that genuinely just want to live a nice, peaceful, happy life and we're just trying to go about it the best way we can. So connect with those people and let's hope that we can get through this winter unscathed without any further restrictions on our lifestyles and without people getting sick. You know, at the end of the day, um, we're all responsible for our own health and anyone that tells you different is is really being coercive and manipulative um, we only are responsible for ourselves and our own actions so just be sensible it's not rocket science so look after yourselves yeah you matter we all matter and stay positive because we're going to get through this it will be spring soon enough and god knows what the next six months are going to bring but in the meantime just crack on do you um, be sovereign stand in your own sovereignty You know, you're entitled to have your freedom. You're entitled to make decisions on what goes into your body. You're entitled to do what you want to do to keep your own mind peaceful and to be in a toxic-free environment. So, God bless you all. And I will jump on when I have some more updates for my music. I've got some exciting projects in the pipeline, utilising all, um, all of the opportunities that I have around me, some really good people supporting me and coaching me, and yeah, some good things on the horizon, so I will reach out more as and when things are a little bit more solid and the um, paperwork's been signed, sealed and delivered. But until then, just be good to yourselves, yeah? All right, you take care. Peace.